Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everyone. Chuck Bonner, Julia Hayden, the Chuck and Julia Show here on a Monday, and a beautiful Monday it is, brought to you by, as always, uh, AmericaCitizenPress.com and Denver Senegenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. And as always, we will be giving you the truth straight up um, on this show. We're going to have um, retired Colonel Sean Smith join us at the bottom of the hour. He is with the Election Integrity Project. Um, we've talked about it before. In fact, we had Ron Hanks on the show yeah. talking about now a representative, now a Senate candidate, um, a lawsuit he's filed <clears throat> against Jenna Griswold. You not going to hear much about it in the uh, corporate mainstream media because it's all debunked, of course, you know, debunked conspiracy QAnon theories. Right. Um, but it's not. And we'll have Sean Smith talk about it. And I want to give a report from the wilds of the uh, new CD8. Went up to the CD8 meeting last week. Um, it was fascinating. Um, <laughs> actually, was fascinating. So there really, as, as Peter Boyle says, there's civil war going on in the Republican Party. And it's really divided into, you can call it the Trump side and the establishment side or the Bush side. That's one of the The same. good side and the bad side. The That's what I call it. And the bad side. So the We're good, the good side. The good side. So uh, Christy Burton-Brown sent up... Um, uh, Nick Klebenstein, that's her favorite chair, is the chair of the uh, Broomfield County Republicans. Well, let me set the stage mm-hmm. here a little bit. So, so there's an it's a new district, right? It's a new congressional yeah. district, CD8. So there isn't a chairperson or anybody like that there. But what you do have are a bunch of people wandering around who are Adams County Republican officials, Joanne Winholds, people like that. So my big question to you, first of all, is why is Christy Burton Brown sending anybody to run anything? Who's she? Right? I mean, Te- technically, Christy Burton Brown's uh, designated Joanne. I always say Winholds. Skaggs. No, Winholds. I know, Winholds, um, as to chair the meeting because she's in the largest. Adams County. She's the Adams County GOP chair. And it's Adams and Weld. And we found out they're a very small part of Larimer County. Um, so officially, Joanne was the chair. But unofficially, she sent up Nick Klebenstein, um, who is, is part of the far left. They're neocons of the Republican Party, and they hate Trump. Swinos. Swinos. They're swinos. They won't tell you they hate Trump, but they hate Trump. Um, and they and, like money. And they, Well, yeah. And the money in the Republican Party is all on the swino side. Right. Um, so we had a great group from Adams County with a few uh, potential traitors. Um, so we had the initial one, who would be the chair? And uh, the new, the know, chair of the new CD8, not CD8. the, not the Adams County or no, County Republican right. parties, but the chair of the, the CD8, which will run the, the uh, assembly for the, um, the new CD8 uh, nominee okay. um, for the Republican party, which will be a huge battle. Um, also there were all the candidates themselves, all women. <laughs> um, and, and they include, they include, um, uh, I mean, I did, that's not going Kirk, to go off. Well, no, oh. but you, there's part, there's part of, you know, Barbara Kirkmeyer, who's a Trump hater, um, and won't say that. Of course, she says she likes. Um, and, but, you know, I don't uh, know that I would call her a Trump hater because we've her interviewed her. I would yeah. say she's not. Um, she's not a Trump admirer. She's, yeah. Like, you know, she's not there's, a MAGA. Only, there's only two sides. You like Trump, you don't like Trump. Right. I mean, there's no middle ground. You go, well, I kind of like him, but right. you, I mean, you either don't like him and you don't like what he stands for and you don't like, you know, his everything the about him. The populism about him. Yeah, you don't like the populism, you do. And so in Weld County, uh, with a huge amount of uh, Catherine Murdoch money, uh, most of the pro-Trump people were thrown out. Uh, Lori Sane was one who survived her primary by 27 votes. She's running. She's running for had, Senate. And we've had her on here. Um, and, and this from Sandra is a Neil from Adams County. He is. Yes. And if Chuck will hurry up and cut to the punchline, you'll find good information about Neil. Well, no offense, Chuck. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, um, so as a practical matter, um, the first one was Joanne versus... Uh, Maria Weiss, who is the establishment one. She goes everywhere. She's to Cuba. be the chairperson Chair. of CD8. Um, and, and Neil, I nominated Neil. <laughs> and 
and he gave a great speech. Uh, Maria got up and just said she's from Cuba, an elector. Um, and it, Anil won, but it was a close vote. Yay, Anil! So Anil is, vote. this is the good news, Anil yeah. is the new chairperson of the GOP party in CD8. And then Carl Hoops ran for uh, vice chair and kind of got up because nobody else wanted to be at Tell you the Truth, but he did a great job. <laughs> um, and then for secretary, uh, a woman from Well County was the only candidate. And so she got elected, although we, we assume she's from the anti-Trump portion of the party. It won't self-identify that way. Um, and then we elected the the uh, representative to the executive committee. To the, uh, the, to the Colorado Republican been, Party. Yeah, which I'd you been, had been. Oh, for CD7, not right. CD8. Um, and I supported Joanne for that, too. Um, and... Uh, uh, she lost. And she lost. I, didn't, okay. I, I nominated Neil and I nominated Joanne. She lost 16 to 15. Since Adams County um, outnumbered Weld County by a two to one vote, it means that various people from Weld County uh, or Adams County who, who purport to her face to support Joanne stabbed her in the back. Hmm, um, one says. Hmm, there are four of them that we went through all the votes in our minds and came up with four backstabbers. Um, but that's really where the party is. And I don't think the party's going to go anywhere when you're that badly divided. I mean, it just is almost. Well, you know, here, I, I would I'd be even normally I'd be optimistic one, but it's not going to go anywhere because there's there's even if there was, how do I say, even if it wasn't divided, there's not enough money to combat what the Democrats are doing with their, there's, with their a, there's enough well, money with their dark money. Well, there's enough money if if those who are the biggest supporters of Republican well, parties gave to, to whoever won the nomination as opposed to or, just their candidate the nomination. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. But they won't. Um, uh, and they don't. Um, and so it's, it's but what um, is interesting is, and you tell me, and, and, and I know Dr. Donnie, you've had some experiences too. So please feel free to either unmute yourself um, or call in 888-627-6008 or go ahead and read comment in the chat section and we'll get, do our best to read it. What I see to this is, so the Republican Party had been kind of happily rolling along with the establishment clearly in control. I think the past few years, what's happened is, is the more populist, the Make America Great wing of the party, which is by far the biggest wing, but the wing with the less money, has been growing stronger and has been making some inroads. And it seems to me that what is happening, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that the establishment side of the GOP party is, is doing what it can to take control back yes and it's not it's in other words they didn't say well go i guess everybody likes trump here so we might as well just join that party it's like no 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 we do not want anyone you know unless you know peter our friend peter supports the the anti-trump portion of the party um which is really you know because he doesn't understand but no he understands he sees perfectly um but you know it's it's that's where he goes here's the here's the thing though i think so because and we won't talk the whole time about this but but i think what is important is for all of us and the people listening and everybody out there that you just can't how do I, you know, for a long time, and I admit I was one of them, you know, I would have never gone to a caucus. And if I, I would have been like, I'm busy, I have to wash my hair or something like that. That time has passed for all of us in this country. We need to be involved. You don't have to run for something. You don't have to be the secretary, but I think you have to be involved and you have to be there so that when the votes come in, keep rest assured, the swino wing of the Republican party is going to have its people there and they're going to be voting. So the rest of us need to understand we need to show up too. It doesn't do any good, you know, after the fact to say, well, how come, you know, whatever, this is happening in CD8. Well, it's like, well, because you need to show up at the precincts you need to show up at the caucus meeting we we need to show up because the other side is showing up because they realize i mean there's there's money in it for them and control um this is from santa peter's not even a republican he needs to shut up dr donna shenanigans on some things in larimer county a smidgen better than last week the chair can now remove a pc for cause hmm, not clear what that means he also intends to reduce bonus members contrary to the two per ten thousand votes if that's still the case and the list is long well and you know dr donna that's exactly the kind of thing i'm we're talking about and i think like where does i think people need to push and say where does that person have the power to do that how can how can a county chairperson decide they can just remove a PC person for, can they do that for cause? Well, unless you sue them. Right. Yeah. And so so, you need attorneys and we need 
you know, quite frankly, the 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 and and I think the chair of the of Larimer County, I'm sure, is part of the Christie Burton wing, um, and intends to get rid of everybody who's who's not going to support uh, the left wing causes they support. Um, so you know, Dr. Donna, you guys got to get together um, and and fight fight to the death. Yeah, and now is this going on all over? We don't know. Yes. Right. Chuck knows. And, and well, well it's going all over where the where where there's a large concentrations of voters in the in the um um uh, let's see. Yes he can. He told us he can this oh and Chris has, has approved it. Well it. you know you can sue well, you can, yeah you can say no you can't do it. Show me where yeah. get Ben Nicholas to talk about bylaws there. Yeah. Well, well don't worry about bylaws but better worry about suing them. Right. That's the only way you're going to get it. Because again, let's go back. If somebody is a precinct, a, a chairperson, they have been elected by the people who show up at the yes. precinct caucuses. Yes. So they've been elected. It should take an extreme measure for a county chairperson to overthrow the vote of the people at, at any level, right? right? It should take, I, you know, go ahead with Tina Peters, the Mesa County clerk. You've got Jenna Griswold overthrowing her. It's like if the people of that county, Mesa County, don't like what, you know, Tina Peters is doing, there are remedies to remove her. But the remedy should not be another political hack taking her out. And that translates down to this level, too. And I think the, the important part that you've been talking about, Chuck, is the establishment swino ring of the republican party is actively moving at smaller levels now at county chairperson levels to squash and make sure that if they can't squash at least they can outnumber the more populist wing of the party is that fair yes they'll do whatever they can and there's you know there's Stu Parker down in Douglas and in the Larimer County, they're all the same. They're going to crush the party, uh, party regulars. Uh, and so you're going to have to get lawsuits um, against them. Well, and Dr. Donna, this is the tactic they're using. Ron, I'm assuming that's a party county chair, has managed to get so many new and young people in the local party now that nobody except us old farts know what is what. I think that's part of it, right? And they're going to turn around and tell you, yeah, we've got the young people. We need to get the young people involved. Well, the young people, my guess is, are only showing up for certain crucial votes. And then, I mean, my guess is the young people are not doing the grunt work. The young people are not going. They're doing some of it. Are they? Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's a reason for that. And um Again, it's like if they're going to win, we need to make them do it fair and square. And we need to we need to, again, show up as Anil has always said, it's local, local, local. We need to show up at the precinct caucuses. We'll talk much about this as it gets closer. But if we don't, um, then then the, the swino people will. And I know they don't like being called swino, but I don't care. Um, the swino people will, and they will they will take it over, and they will do things. We've seen them do it in El Paso County too, where they try to say, "Oh, this person can't run, or that person can't run," right. you know, or all of a sudden they can remove people for cause, right. whatever that means. You know what that is? That means because I don't like them. That's right. the that's the right. only for cause there is. I mean, I guess I could see if the person was arrested for mass murder, and they're going to be or in they prison. weren't doing any work, or they everything else. But it's it's um, yeah you know and so the Republican Party right now in Colorado is going through real um, upthrow and it's becoming a left wing party right um, how is this is okay so here's the standard how is Casper's trainer training group isn't it supposed to be similar to the Democrats emerge yeah Casper's training group is going strong I think here's on our show he's shifting his emphasis a little bit but he is out there and he's getting people out there who know what's going on this from Charlene um, exactly the illegal removal of Tina Peters by the Secretary of State and then condoned by Christy Burton Brown by appointment of Wayne Williams in Tina's place exactly why was why is Christy Burton Brown putting agreeing with Wayne Williams putting put it being put in there. Why is she not suing right. Tina, uh, suing Jenna Griswold and saying, hey, look, it's a Republican. This is our clerk. If there's a problem here, we'll deal with it as a party. You, the Democrat, should not be dealing with this. And then finally, from Dr. Donna, he said we need good candidates. What does that mean? Well, people who will win again, candidates who will follow his campaign campaign plan only. Yeah, they need good candidates. What that means is candidates who are are going to use the officially swino sanctioned consultant groups who are just going to then everybody makes money and they lose of course the candidates will lose as they always will but in the meantime the consultants will make a ton of money and the democrat dark money will continue to sway republican primaries and therefore the the legislature and everything else 
Uh, yeah, somebody says, I participated in the first one thing was Don and said, uh, Eric Auckland came from there and I'm hearing things he's no Republican. Well, I don't know, we've had uh, Eric on and he's probably Republican, but he certainly isn't a strong Trump supporter. Um, but he's, uh, you know, he, he's an okay guy. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. He, he asked him flat out. He answered, like you said, the yeah. questions, right? Yeah, we need to work on election integrity, number one. And yeah, we um, I would not vote to support Mitch McConnell. So, uh, you know, he, he's saying the right things. And I think it's, to me, it's more than just Trump supporter, right? I think we want to be careful, at least I think this, not to get bogged down and support Trump, don't yeah, support no, no, Trump. No, 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 but no, it is, do you support no. the... I know that's a quick litmus test, but let me finish. It is, do you support the populist policies or do you support the establishment, the way we've always done things, the same people keep making money policies? Do you, are you a fighter? Are you um, willing to do what you say you're going to do as opposed to do one thing to get elected and then turn around and do something totally different once you get into office? Well, you, there's only two types of Republicans. They're, they're Trump supporters. And they're not Trump supporters. If you're yeah. anti-Trump, it means you're anti-populist program. And that's just all there is all there's to it. And you can spend all your time saying you're a fighter. You're saying, well, you, you do this, yeah. we do that, we do that, we do this. Um, and, you know, it's either either a Trump supporter, even that, that, that Trump. Even if he doesn't not, run again, yeah, right. Trump is not perfect. I mean, he's incredibly flawed. But if somebody likes that kind of populism, they, they support Trump. If they don't, they like the more business ones that, that um various people are and they're like that but i mean it's it's um do you know the constitution do you have the backbone to stand up for it but well let me tell you the constitution can be read ten thousand times ten thousand different ways um and has been so if somebody says i'm for the constitution that doesn't mean anything well <laughs> um it, you know it's it's at it's, least if they're acknowledging it exists that's better well, than the democrats well even, right? even some democrats who, who hate the constitution said it for well and so the republican party really is going through a in colorado you know you in Larimer, in Broomfield, in Douglas, um, the younger and, and more energetic, but more backed by money are doing it. Uh, but I think they'll destroy the Republican Party. And I think we have to get a, 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 a Trump caucus of people who believes in the populist message. Not everything about Trump, because there's a lot no, of things not yeah. to like about Trump. Um, uh, but but get a Trump caucus and, you know, have people in there who, who support the ideals that he's come up with. And if he doesn't, we'll just, you know. Yeah, you vote for what you want, but you yeah. can. But at least you, we need. And I think that's something we're working on so that at least you can tell. Right. You can tell. OK, here's sort of like the, the Liberty Scorecard, folks. Here are the things that we ask or the things that we look at. And and like you said, you can kind of to score them a little bit. And and I think that's well, what I can tell you. Everyone that finished high on that Liberty Scorecard card was a Trump right. supporter. Every right. one of them. Right. And everyone that finished low in the Republican side was, was Trump an was divisive. Trump was divisive. And he was mean. He had those mean yes. tweets. Oh yes. my God, can you believe that? Yes. Well then you want to switch on because I mean one thing that's kind of fun to talk about as we make our way through the Republican Party issues is I mean, if you think the Republican Party is bad, the Democrat Party is they're eating their own. Um, have you seen some mansion? Um, a, a, the light, White House is smacking him down. AOC is smacking him down. He's smacking. Can we want to go on to that? Why not? He's he's smacking him down, too. So Manchin said not going to vote for your build back better because it sucks, by the way. And everyone knows it sucks. And, and here's the Biden's problem is the longer that let this drag on, the more polls have come out, the more people have learned about it. And the more people like we don't like that, which make it easier for people like Manchin to say, I'm not going to vote for it. But he, over the weekend, he said, no, I'm a no vote, which I thought, I thought we already knew that. But at any rate, then the White House went, oh, and Jen Psaki said, well, he's lying. And, and then Manchin got mad. But here's, Thomas, we're going to play. This is what Manchin had to say um, on the radio this morning about the White House, White House tactics. If we could please play the Manchin soundbite. I'm not blaming anybody. I knew where they were, and I knew what they could and could not do. They just never realized it because they figured, surely to God we can move one person. Surely we can badger and beat one person up. Surely we can get enough protesters to make that person uncomfortable enough. They'll just say, okay, I'll vote for anything. Just quit. Well, guess what? I'm from West Virginia. I'm not from where they're from, and they can just beat the living crap out of people and think they'll be submissive. Period. 
<laughs> and keep in mind, that's a Democrat's tactic. That's yeah, their entire yeah. election campaign yeah. strategy. And we're some of the people that they're happy to beat the crap out of, right? right? Um, right. And so, and that, that's the Democrats are like, well, this has always worked before. Right. If you don't understand why it's not working now. Um, and, you know, they're, they're the ones who have people following you into the bathroom and the protesters attacking you in the elevators. And it's somehow that's going to make you say. Well, it blames it all on the staff. Now, the right, staff right. is run by somebody. And in this case, it's Klein, I think you pronounce his name. Um, and he's running the staff, telling him what to do. They're that's not going out on their own. He right. just doesn't want to mention the guy's name. But it's obvious the chief of staff has decided to go after him. Um, and Biden, you know, they don't even consult Biden on those things. Well, and why? I mean, if you're mansion, why I know that you pay attention. There was another poll that came out today. Once again, Biden's approval rating dropping lower. He has a 66 percent disapproval rating among independents. I mean, that's just like astonishing. So all of this is happening. And thank goodness. Goodness, because then at least people like Manchin, you know, you can, uh, we're not going to have, it doesn't look like we're going to have the build back better. They're going to try to do the election integrity of the election reform. I think that's going to go down in flames too. Biden is becoming increasingly unpopular now. And what does he do? Uh, the Omicron variant comes rather than realize nobody cares about that anymore. He then says, you're, we're all going to, it's going to be a severe winter with hospitalizations and death for unvaccinated people. Now, never mind the fact that it's the vaccinated people who are spreading the breakthrough cases. What, you got Jason Crow, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, all of these people, triple, quadruple, you know, sextuple vaxxed, and they all have, now they all have COVID, right? You've got the NFL, all the players there are vaxxed, they're having to cancel games because of COVID. And, and somehow or another, it's, it's, well, I don't want to say us, but it's the unvaccinated people who are the problem, particularly unvaccinated people with natural immunity. I saw a study the other day where it was showing in other states of the people who were there, only like 4.3% of the people who were coming down with Omicron had natural immunity, like 86% of them all had been vaccinated. Well, right there, it's like, why are we not talking about all the different things? Why are we not talking about natural immunity? Why are we not talking about the facts that the vaccines clearly Maybe they reduce hospitalizations and death, although how you can say that for sure, you, you I don't the slightest, know. The slightest yeah. idea why it causes you less if, if you get it, but it's less severe. How would you know they, they they, There's no studies from that. They're, they're just making it up as they always That's do. right. And this is from this is from Mark. And Mark, we're going to that perfectly segues into the Polis soundbite. Meanwhile, they've killed 43% of small businesses. Yeah. So now they're trying to kill the rest. But I don't know. Something's going on with Polis. He doubled down again. And I wonder if there is... I mean, you look at how the Russia hoax developed, right? It was conceived by some Democrat think tankers, lawfare someplace, something like that. They used the media and carefully planted stories in the media to sway and shape and misinform us so the narrative goes their way. We saw that. We've seen them do it before. And I wonder if that's what's going on with COVID. Because on the one hand, you have the White House saying it's going to be a severe winter with hospitalizations and deaths, even though no one's for dying the from the other crime, for the unvaccinated, right? Um, in, and in the meantime, though, you've got CNN even saying, well, I don't know, maybe we need to rethink our position on COVID. You have Jared Polis last week saying, yeah, no, I, we're not going to, the emergency's over. As a state, I'm not going to tell anyone they have to do anything, right? Um, the polls all show people like that. And then you went on the Well, news- except 75% of Colorado's population is under mass mandates anyway. Well, uh, yeah, that, well, again, well, and yeah, don't buy Polis' hypocrisy. No. He doesn't care about you. Yeah, if no. he did, he wouldn't have crushed small business while he himself and his other billionaire friends were getting richer well and avoid taxes but something is going on there and and polis doubled down on um nbc's meet the is it meet the press this whatever to the chuck todd show um this weekend and chuck todd said you know are you willing to rethink your position (laughs) on this and this is what polis had to say about that so if we could play the polis soundbite too please you know, Chuck, we're we're two years into this thing, and I think it's really important that our our leaders, uh, whether they're governors, mayors, um, local influencers, lead with facts rather than fear. People just don't react well to this ongoing environment of fear for two years. Let's lead with the facts. Look, the science-driven information people need to keep themselves safe with the individual freedom and local tro- control that we deserve. 
So, I mean, never, never mind like the, fa- the science and the facts change on a daily basis. But here's what I'm wondering is, are we going to start seeing, well, that's, they've got the media, you know, dog whistle trained to daily report the number of cases, the number of hospitalizations, even though we all know those statistics are completely skewed anymore, right? right? right. I'm wondering if they're going to start changing the definitions. I wonder if they're going to start saying, okay, now a case is only a case if somebody actually tests positive um, and a hospitalization is only a hospitalization if they're in the hospital solely because of COVID. Well, Fauci came on after Polis and and said that, uh, let's see, you've got to not only get all the shots and the booster and wear a mask, uh, but if you're ever going to go to a party this time, you should give tests to everybody. You all wait around for 15 minutes to see if anybody came to a positive and if that person does you're all screwed because you all now have it <laughs> yeah i mean it's like <laughs> um and and so, so there's clearly weird mixed messaging but i'm wondering you've got the new york times and the washington post openly saying now that they think biden not only should not run but you should announce he's not going to run you've got cnn which is just a mouthpiece for the, the i think this the strategists in the democrat party you've got cnn saying you know maybe we just learn, need to learn to live with with covid and now you got Jared Polis doubling down on, yeah, no, we're not going to be doing any more mandates. We're not going to be doing any more lockdowns. We need to follow the facts and the facts that get vaccinated and go on with your life. Meanwhile, Biden's supposed to be giving a speech tomorrow on it. Of course, those get canceled all the time. So I don't know. I'm going to predict that we're seeing a shifting. I mean, if I, it doesn't take a genius to realize people don't want to hear Biden telling us we're all going to die and it's going to be a severe winter and we're some all going do. to be locked some, down. Well, I mean, they've just locked down uh, Quebec again. Um, Austria is all locked down as a country. Um, it's it's amazing how much people love just to destroy themselves based on the Omicron variant, which is, from all indications is milder than the average yeah. flu season one. And, and this from Charlene, are we not having the common cold or common flu this year? Nope, Charlene, we're not. Everything is COVID and Omicron, but that could switch. All of a sudden we're going to have no Omicron. It's just going to all be the cold. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's a thing to keep your eye on. Hey, I see we have, we have Sean joining us. So I think, Sean, are you ready? We can, we can come to you. So we are pleased to have with us retired Colonel Sean Smith. He works with the Election Integrity Project. And why did I just kind of get an update and talk a little bit about the lawsuit that's been We've filed? we got one here in Colorado. You, fought, you all filed. Right. John Case is the lead attorney or the attorney. And Ron Hanks and a couple of the Douglas County, Elbert County um, plaintiffs. So, yeah. yeah, clerk and recorders have joined. So first off, welcome and thank you for your time this afternoon. Hi, thanks so much for having me. How are you two? We're good. Oh, good. We're good. We're good. So what is, why don't you fo- first kind of tell folks what the, what the lawsuit is about? Because when you read it, okay, when you read any of the mainstream media, you are a debunked QAnon conspiracy theories that no one even remotely believes. And it's the stupidest lawsuit anyone could ever imagine. But, but what's the truth? <laughs> yeah, gosh, what do you even say about the media? I mean, just the constant smearing and gaslighting. They're sort of unbelievable. So, so what's true about it? So, so it's not our, um, so I'm, I'm part of Cause of America now and U.S. Election Terry Plan. It's not, uh, it's not our case. We're not plaintiffs in the case. The plaintiffs are all public officials. And it, it's kind of remarkable. I think it's remarkable. So, so you guys all know what Clerk Tina Peters did out in Mesa right. by, making, by making the backups of her system and then by going public with the information that was found in the form of the forensic report. I mean, she, she put a big target you know, on her back and you can see the results of that, the full power of the state, not just the state of Colorado, but you know, the federal state has been brought to bear on them. And so when you have public officials, despite that, when you have public officials see that and then step forward. It's really, and I know, I know Representative Hank says that it's not an act of courage, but it really is an act of moral courage because, because it's not just what will happen with the state. It's that all the media, as you guys have just described, right? The media all turn their cannon on them and start trying to get them uh, so that they're no longer effective in their office and so that they can't run for reelection, et cetera. So, but anyway, the case, so the case is focused on a few key questions. The first question is uh, in the in the complaint is that the Secretary of State uh, illegally certified the voting systems used in Colorado in November 2020 and in November 2021, 
and the and the reason or basis for that complaint is in the exhibit. So people can go if they go to uh, causeofamerica.org and they look on the news or the library page, they'll be able to see the Hanks versus Griswold case posted there. And I think U.S. Election Integrity USCIP.org still has it up as well. You yeah, can Ron see Hanks it. on his election site has and it. Ron Hanks on his That's candidate right. site has it too. Good, good. I haven't, I haven't seen that, but I don't, you know, I don't really follow candidates or parties or anything like that. I'm not paying attention to it. I'm, you know, my dance card's full, so, so I'm glad. <laughs> I that up. But so the public officials who signed on, I'm sorry, they're, they're Ron Hanks, and there are uh, county commissioners uh, Rector and Moyer and Mitchell from two different counties. So that's from Rio Blanco and from Park County, and then uh, county clerks and recorders. Um, uh, Merlin Klotz from Douglas County, who's got a, you know, he's termed out, I think, but he's got a bit of a rogue streak in him. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's got to be at the top of the list for secretaries of state of people they don't like because he challenges everything. <laughs> and, and to good, you know, for good reason. And then also uh, Clerk Schroeder from out in Albert County. And so the basis of the complaint is one, the Secretary of State certified these systems illegally because she was required by Colorado revised statute to have a federally accredited lab testing prior to her certification. And the lab that she used was not accredited from 2017 through 2021. Now that, of course, the, the attorney general, the state attorney general, who is the like the personal attorney of Jenna Griswold, well, right. he'll, he'll try to get the case dismissed. And I'm sure he'll argue that it was on standing. And he'll argue that the, the Election Assistance Commission was, was in fact accredited but we have all the documentation. We've got the Open Records Act requests that show that the Colorado Elections Division didn't have the information. They stated right in their email, we don't have any proof that these guys were accredited. And when they got the response back from Mona Harrington, the executive director at, uh, at the Election Assistance Commission, uh, she could not send them back proof that an accreditation vote had taken place because, of course, it didn't. Right. And uh, and so so that's the first complaint. And the second complaint is that the voting systems um, through the configuration that's promulgated by the secretary of state, these are mandatory technical procedures. It's not like the counties can decide to operate those voting systems in a manner that's not in accordance with those procedures. So the vendor develops the procedures. The secretary of state says these are the procedures you use. And those procedures configure the voting systems in such a way that they automatically delete election records in the form of the um, operating system logs. So, okay. so Colorado state law requires that the voting systems uh, comply. Colorado state law requires the voting systems in order to be certified, comply with the 2002 voting system standards that the Federal Election Commission published or the successors to those, which are the voluntary voting system guidelines. And all of those, all, all four, there are three versions of the latter. All four of those specify, in particular, for what they call commercial off the shelf. It's not really commercial off the shelf. They're really bespoke. They're custom systems. But, but for all those complex computer systems that are based on like modern computers, that they have to log and preserve the logs for everything that happens on that computer system because they're so complex you could be showing the operator one thing on the screen and doing something completely different in the background. Okay. You know, and so, you so want to be able to go through basically, and, and you want to be able to, I mean, essentially to the reason you want to have all those backups, you know, do this, you can do an audit if you ever wanted to. Right. And, and you can right. go back and, and sort of trace it. Well, let me ask you this. Cause these are. Well, who came up with all the grounds? The basic um, well, it's a combination. So we had done a lot of research. So there were, we, there were, was research done down in Arizona. We had done research within USCIP in Colorado. We got inputs, you know, the USCIP and Cause of America now were connected to a lot of different grassroots organizations and they're all doing research and starting right. to share it more and more. That's why we have that library at Cause of America so we can share everything that everybody has found instead of us each having to, you know, do the plowing yeah, right, of the right. ourselves. So, right. so it's been, I would say it's a team, it's been a team effort. Okay. What about, and here's a question. And how'd you get John Case to decide to do it? He's a great lawyer. We know him. It's a, it's a twisted story. So, you know, the, the, there's so much, I, I haven't been involved in politics, so I don't know. And I also try to avoid uh, dentists and attorneys. <laughs> so I try to avoid oh, both yeah. of those. So I didn't know a lot of attorneys. So we ended up, um, I think he went on to U.S. Election Integrity Plan.org and he volunteered. Okay. And then he got in contact with one of the other attorneys that was helping us with administrative procedures. 
And then, then they found out that they had, you know, some common understanding capabilities. So, Great. so that was, that was how I think, that's how I think John Case got on the case. And here's so, what, choice. what you described that was highly technical, but I want to make a couple of points about it. Number one, none of it's been debunked at all, right? So the media says it's debunked. It's like, no, it hasn't been debunked. In fact, it sounds like it's probably true. Now you can argue about what kind of, does it make a difference and what difference does it make, et cetera, et cetera. But number one, the media just, I'm just going to say they're flat out lying when they say that the claims in the lawsuit have been debunked. They haven't been debunked at all. And the second point is, tell me, to me, it seems like one of the underlying reasons all of this should be concerning is that, that Jenna Griswold, who's an eMERGE candidate, by the way, to, to the Democrats, election rules schmools. I mean, it's not even like the Pirates of the Caribbean read their, their guidelines. They're just like, whatever, I don't even read that book. I don't care. I mean, the only thing that matters to the Democrats is the election results. Now, how you get those results, whatever they have to do. I mean, to me, that's why it matters when you get this kind of high, people are like, well, that's pretty technical. Why are we going there? Because to me, it goes to the heart of the Democrats completely. Rules don't matter. Nothing matters, but that we win when it comes to elections. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, the, the media has been, I mean, there are exceptions, obviously, but mostly they're not the mainstream. And it's interesting, Colorado, we have all these outlets that are that appear to be sort of grassroots and local but until you start to dig into them. Like uh, we were looking at, we we're trying to figure out why this uh, gentleman, uh, Quentin Young, over at Colorado Newsline took such a passionate interest in the election integrity related cases and all from a particular perspective. And as it turns out, so he's so Colorado Newsline is funded by States Newsline and States Newsline is funded by uh, Democracy Action and Democracy Action Legal Fund. And those are, of course, 1630 and Arabella. Those are those two. Funds. Yeah, they're Mark Elias. So so literally the defense attorney for for Sex State Griswold, who is the defense, who is the same guy who promoted all the lawfare that resulted in the the extrajudicial changes to uh, election procedures in the 2020 election, that same guy, the same guy who pushed the Russia collusion hoax uh, dossier, Mark Elias, is the connection between all of that hybrid Hydra um, sort of Soros funding and the stories that are being pumped. And so once they get those stories published in Colorado, then they start citing them in the national outlets as if they're true. And of course, those people don't ever walk the dog back to see if it's true. So, yeah, they don't have any idea what they're talking about. Well, that's, that's real well, no, that no, no, just... no, no, wait a minute. Okay. You know, it, 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 there used to be, oh, 12, 13 local publications around the Denver area, and I own a, a local publication, um, and they all got up by one guy. But then they got bought up by the Colorado Sun, who is really funded by a corporation that's run by Catherine Murdoch. So now you have Catherine Murdoch, controls really all these little little newspapers that are all around. You go, well, why are they so? Why do, why do, they, <laughs> why do they hate election integrity? Well, let's go back to Mark Elias, too. I mean, he was, as you said, he's a longtime Democrat operative. But one of his key missions, as I understand it these days, is rigging elections. I mean, I'm just going to say it. That's his, I mean, well, and, I wouldn't go. Well, well, as, well, I mean, that's one of his missions is to talk about elections and how to make it so that the Democrats win. And so what you're okay. So what, but what you're, ta- so that's what he's trying to do. I mean, and, and as I understand it, he, he makes, he doesn't hide it. That's, you just have to dig to find his, his uh, fingerprints, but he has no problem with that. And so what they're doing then is the same people then who are pushing to fundamentally change our election system to make sure that Democrats get elected also then are funding news organizations, and I use quotation marks around that, to do stories about groups like yours that are trying to fight it under the guise of being a legitimate news story, but it's all the same people would be, right? I mean, it's all the same, it's the same thing. Yeah, it is. And you see the same language coming out at the same time, these talking points. And it's interesting. It's not just, it's not just that they try to discredit and smear people, which is I mean, bad enough. You know, I've been called bad names my whole life, usually by people who didn't like me telling the truth about them. That's something I've gotten used to a long time ago. And if you don't have a spine, you know, the military is no place for you, uh, right? You, you can't be an officer. You can't lead if you don't have a spine and character. So you just get used to that. Uh, the dangerous part, I think, and this is the part that's more insidious, is this re- this repetition of the kind of labeling and the assertions to color those people, all those volunteers. There are a lot of volunteers and these are people, 
you know, we're not trying to determine the outcome of the coin flip. We just want to be able to see it. Right. We don't want to take anybody's word for it. We don't want, we don't trust the Secretary of State. Right. We don't trust anybody in power. That's how we became a country to begin with, right? Yeah. We said we don't trust anybody with power. We'll we'll watch it for ourselves. This is our country and our government. So so, but every one of these volunteers now is being smeared in a way that describes them as dangerous, that describes them as trying to overthrow elections, as trying to prevent democracy. And this is how you end up with the FBI uh, battering down somebody's door because you start to color them. So I think of it as it's like they're trying to incite state violence against citizens by coloring them as a threat. Well, and here's, and again, let's go back to the lawsuit. So what you described is, no offense, it's it's important, but boring, right? If you were to say to somebody, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, the criteria, whether or not federally certified, you'd be like, what? Yeah, do you know what I mean? I mean, that's not exactly insurrectionist material. But the bottom line is, if they were if they were serious about, why can't Jenna Griswold simply file a, file a response and show you the certification? I mean, that shouldn't be that hard, but she can't. And so in the meantime, then they start smearing everybody, all of a sudden you're a dangerous domestic terrorist, which makes you wonder. Why does this matter so much to them? Why does it matter so much to them that they used a non-certified organization to certify the to do whatever what you know you said? That, I mean, that's just a, that's a legitimate question, it seems to me. Yeah, and the, the important thing. So it, it's really easy to get lost in the details, right. but the important thing is those certification standards, including the testing, are there. They're they're there to safeguard our vote. And right. the way they safeguard our vote or the way they should is by making sure that nobody can use the voting systems in an unauthorized way and no unauthorized people can use them to do something they shouldn't. You have to be able to trust that vote. So we have, on the one hand, we have this, this push for the risk-limiting audit, which is this tiny, tiny, tiny little sample of the mm-hmm. ballots that are compared. It's really, it's a process that is suitable for industrial production not for a system where there are all these variables and where there's an incentive for fraud, right? There's no, right. there's no incentive for fraud if you're making. Whoop, we what? lost you there for a second. There you go. Stop that batch. But if your vote in your election isn't good, by the time you can get to the evidence, you're so far down the line. So, right. so the point of all that sort of wonky detail is to protect the electoral franchise. And when you start discarding those rules, you know, when you show that disregard, what you're really saying is, trust me. Right. I'll make sure that the election outcome is the way it should be. Right. And meanwhile, you can't audit it. Meanwhile, if you're Jenna Griswold, you're like, by the way, no one can audit it. We're talking with uh, retired Colonel Sean Smith on election integrity and the lawsuit that's been filed by John Case on behalf of Ron Hanks and a half dozen other people that uh, it's in the city and county of Denver. And so the likelihood of getting a judge that's going to be fair or reasonable is not high, (laughs) is not high, but uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Well, but now have, have they responded yet? Cause I know they have a certain number of days to respond to the lawsuit. Have they responded? We'll we'll file a motion to dismiss. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I think, uh, I think what uh, Mr. Case said is that, their deadline, maybe it's today, I think, for when they're supposed to file a motion to dismiss. So I would have just, I mean, I would assume they're going to file a motion to dismiss because right. you know, why, there's, no, there's no cost to them. They're using our money to fight us. Right. Well, that, that's great. That's another thing. Hey, and so, so number a couple of things, Sean. Number one, people are saying thank you for all the work that you've been doing. I don't know if you can see some of the comments there. And somebody else, you know, your website again, too. Why don't you tell folks where they can go to find all of this? So for Colorado, and so there's a, there's two groups. There's U.S. Election Integrity Plan That's U.S. USEIP That's co- sort of Colorado centric. Although that's where we all started with connecting to other states. USEIP was all volunteers and and doing it out of their own pockets. And now Cause of America, uh, CauseofAmerica.org is an organization that stood up nationally to enable grassroots, and it's got resources coming in. So now the people who were doing it uh, as our core team at USCIP came over to Cause of America and are now able to do it full-time. So, okay. so that's great. And the, the law, so the lawsuit um, is funded by Dorchester Heights Society, 
which is another 501 that's Colorado, focused on Colorado. And so people can, if they want to go on Give, Send, Go, they can look up Dorchester Heights and they can contribute to that. And it's not just this lawsuit. There are going to be more. I say that and I say that on Facebook while I'm not suspended because I want, <laughs> I want, which is, I think I, I think my last count, I was at 16 suspensions on Facebook, but, but I go on and tell, you know, I want the elected officials to know that we're watching, right. you know, we're going to, we're funding open records act requests. And we've got a lot of great information, which is why they've started trying to charge us millions of dollars. For the <laughs> oh, I know. That's so funny. Well, I mean, we let you to, we were kicked off of YouTube months ago, suspended. I can't even, no matter if I try to trick them with a different email address, it's like, no, 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 we will find you and you will be suspended. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> well, what's going on then a little bit? So it's not just in Colorado. And again, I'm so glad to see you guys doing it because, you know, the more they hammer down any more, when somebody tells me that something's debunked, I assume that it's true. true yeah. Debunked is coming up. Synonym for true. Right. Just like, well, bad, right? Debunked <laughs> means it's true. What else is going on around the country? I'm assuming obviously similar efforts, right? Yeah, there are. So we were just on the phone with uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, we're, we're going to have to do what they're doing as well. So Wisconsin's really focused on their election uh, voting registration system. Yeah. So like us, like a lot of states in Col- like Colorado, they have centralized voter registration system because that was that was pushed and promoted by all these institutions, you know, the National Association of Secretaries of State and of election directors and International Association of Government Officials, which is like the National Association for Clerks. And uh, them and the Election Assistance Commission all pushed through Help America Vote Act, these centralized computer-based voter registration systems. And now, you know, they're just as vulnerable. It's basically credit card fraud, except they're nowhere near as good as the as the yeah. banks that run credit cards at, at identifying fraud and patching their security. You know, so like in Colorado, uh, we had there was a 20, 2015 state auditor report on SCORE and it was confidential. So they hid that from the public in Colorado that there were vulnerabilities in the system. And in 2020, the Secretary of State had an external company come in and do a penetration test. And they found seven vulnerabilities in Colorado election-related systems, which is SCORE, our voter registration system. And they didn't tell the public about those either. So if you have vulnerabilities in your voter registration system, you have to find out if they've been exploited. And you have to find out if the data that you had, your database, is any good. And we didn't get any of that. So Wisconsin's fighting something very similar. They had a big hearing in their legislature. They laid out evidence, statistical evidence, and showed all these duplicate voters and, and a lot of anomalies in their system. And so they're trying to get a full investigation, an external investigation, exactly what Sex State Griswold does not want right. for Colorado right. elections well, or election systems. And then how worried are you? I mean, is we're, thank God Republicans are finally catching on. So, Sean, are you based in Colorado? Yeah, I live in Colorado and I'm okay. based in Colorado. Um, the cause of America is nationwide. USCIP is Colorado centric, but it, it was the first one that we were connected to that, and they still are, I mean, they're still connected to a lot of other states. Right. It was basically our, our rule of thumb was if somebody has something better than us from a procedure standpoint, we'll take it. That's ours now. And right. everything we have is free to everybody. We wanted to oh, enable wow, citizens. Well, here's just a comment. Again, well, really thanks, Sean, for doing all this. Now, Peg Cage, who is one of our heroes, mm-hmm. says that you're a hero to her too. So, well, and what I wonder is how much are you freaking the Democrats out? I mean, you look at Biden saying, okay, forget, we're okay, forget, build back better. Now we're going to push HR one. I, I mean, it seems to me that one of the things they're going to try to do, it seems to me is to just change all the rules. So even if you come up with whatever, they're going to say, it doesn't matter. There are no rules anymore. I mean, how worried are you or how, how closely are the things you're doing tied to their freak out basically? Well, that's a good question. I, you know, I, my friends will will say, and the people I work with will say, you know, I don't worry a lot about other people's feelings. So, so I don't, it's not that I don't care at all. It's that, you know, I'm very focused on what's right and what's necessary. So they, uh, you know, the, and I, I don't know about all like rank and file Democrat voters. Um, I don't, you know, I don't particularly trust either party. We've had, we've had some really interesting experiences in Colorado where we, we thought people were listening party leadership. For the GOP, I mean, we we talk to anybody. So if the Democrat Party or leaders want to talk to us, we'll go tell them too. I'll tell them the same thing. I don't 
I don't have different facts for a different audience. Yeah. And the other thing I would say is I, I get to be out front speaking because I'm stupid enough to go do it. But <laughs> you know, and, we, and we made a deliberate decision, you know, to let the media focus on me because I don't I don't care. You know, I've got I've been I've been dead a bunch of times already. Um, oh. And I. Right. So I, I just sort of figure I'm on borrowed time anyway, and they can do whatever they want to do. We're going to do what we have to do. So but behind me um, and around me are all these other citizens that are collecting the information and doing the hard work. That's that's the real movement. It's not it's not me. I get to tell you about it. Right. But election integrity work is being done by the American people all across the country right now. So, so you made a presentation um, to Christy Burton Brown. Yeah, we did. We we provided information to Miss Brown, and uh, and she said that she needed to talk to her husband, who's I guess in the cyber uh, professional domain. Mm-hmm. And then we never heard back from her at all. Oh. And then You're we saying she didn't the, take the information and run with it? <laughs> I'm saying she took the information and, and then yeah, I don't know. There may maybe there's like a medical issue of amnesia or. Oh. Um, there could indeed be, huh? That's or like crazy. a funding-induced amnesia. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that, exactly. That happens a lot in Colorado. Yeah. Well, you know, I think because we've run out of time, I think what you're doing, obviously, the fact that you know, I, when I was doing a little bit of research to get together for this, I mean, they described the lawsuit as again, they, literally, they call it on debunked issues, um, conspiracy, they didn't read QAnon. It. <laughs> they couldn't I mean, read it. Yeah, if they read it, they would be <laughs> like, what? most of them are not literate anyway, and and. Uh, but they all work for organizations that are all tied, like you said, to this these d- Democrat funded organizations. So thank They're you for Democratic pushing back. Funded. And I think, you know, um, I think the polls all show people want election integrity, minor little things like one person, one vote. You know, you need to be a citizen, common sense, things like that. So you are on the side of the people. Um, but, boy, you've got all the forces lined up against you. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> please tell Holly. And everybody, feel free to keep us, you know, because we will do this. The mainstream media isn't going to touch it, right? Because they're either scared or they're part of the problem. They're but, part of the problem. But, but we, we will, will not back down. Well, there are other this. sources, too. There, there are right. other ones. And, and uh, it's just great to have somebody like you on and, and uh, fighting the do. good fight. The, the people are a juggernaut here. And, and I think on the other side of this, the, anybody who's, who's standing opposed to the people has to ask themselves, you know, if, you, if you're afraid of the truth, what kind of position are you in? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Exactly. All right, Sean. Well, thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate so it. And keep up the good work. Thank you. You guys take care. All Bye-bye. right, you too. Sean Smith there. Um, and Peg has put the, the website up there too. So, hey, want to remind everybody. Oh, thank you. Everybody saying nice comments on the show. Um, that was great. Um, Sean was very good there. Um, we're going to be taking Wednesday and Friday off. But Mark, the show will be the going show on. goes on. Mark, show goes on. Mark Griffith will be filling in. Um, talking about some of the um the the books that he's been reading, the anti Dr. Fauci books. I shouldn't put it that way, but you know what I mean. Um, and then Mark Poff is going to be um filling in for us on Friday, and then we'll be back again forever after that. Um, we want to thank everybody, everybody for listening on Zoom. Um, if you are listening on the podcast and you ever want to um join us on Zoom, I always post the zoom link on our facebook um so you can find it there oh, if you could post uh, a and couple of questions get, uh, get put it on, on our website we'll work that's just not as easy as yeah. one would think particularly for somebody like me but thank <laughs> you to everybody hey we want to say everyone have a merry great christmas, christmas everybody happy holidays um and thank you the great guys at bbs we will yeah. see you all well the show will be here on wednesday we'll see you on monday all right everybody take care <laughs>